Hello, and welcome back to another episode of The Basic Witch. As always, I'm Cassie. How's it going? Everybody doing okay? Yeah. Like, cool. (laughs) It's been a crazy, interesting... One of those, um... Here, let me smack you in the face until you take your own advice kind of weeks. So... Yeah, uh, work's been obviously crazy as normal. It's first of the month. It always is crazy during that time frame. Everything's just been kind of weird. Um, not in a bad way, though. Just different, I guess. I don't even know how to explain it. So I had this whole special episode planned for Embolic. Did everybody have a great time, by the way? I hope everybody got a chance to celebrate. If not, it's not too late. Do something that you enjoy. Um, I had... So many plans for things I wanted to do, and life just had other plans for me, so you'll have that. Uh, I really wanted to do a um, a big episode, like a special episode, but it just did not happen. Um, way too much shit going on. Um, not, And it's just things that I put off, or things that, you know, you know that are going to happen, but you just, like, kind of hope that maybe they'll wait off or hold off, but no. But I did take some time to um, celebrate privately. Um, One of my favorite things to do is to light a shit ton of candles. I mean a shit ton. Like almost setting the smoke alarm off when you blow them all out. Kind of candles. Or kind of uh, amount. And just kind of cleanse my mind and meditate. And just kind of cleanse out all the old, bad, stale. And bring in fresh new preparing for spring I've not done my spring cleaning like my pre-spring cleaning I usually do a big um pre-spring clean in my house go through stuff get rid of things have not had time so that's on my agenda for this week I don't know how I'm gonna have time but it's on my agenda so I have made the conscious decision to to notate that I need to do it I just haven't actually uh figured out how I'm going to do that but um, I, I really do like to do a lot of, um, soul cleansing as well. And I am still working on that. So it doesn't have to be all done in one day. We can kind of take our time. So that's good to know. Other than that, it's just been normal, crazy shit. Um, it's funny. I don't know how many of you guys actually are on TikTok, but I posted a few, uh, videos lately and my friend had made a comment, and she was like, do you not own another shirt? And I was like, what What do you What do you mean? And she made the comment that she keeps seeing, um, in like three of my videos, I have the same uh, Rock On Gold Dust Woman shirt on. And it's not that I don't own other clothes, it's that I like to be simplistic. I wear black leggings 24-7, technically. I don't know how many hours of sleep I get, like four, so 27. I, I wear shorts to bed, but I am I wear black leggings all the time. I don't do jeans. I don't even think I have a pair of jeans that fit me anymore. I keep one pair of jeans um, for when I get fat again, or like fatter. I keep that pair. I don't know why, because I never wear them. I actually have, do have a pair of jeans that for, my, for times when I'm skinny and jeans when I'm fat. I wouldn't really call... I mean, I guess, like, they're both jeans. I mean, one is just, like, a nice dress, like, not dress pair, but a nice pair of jeans. You can wear anywhere. 
There's my fat jeans. My skinny jeans are more like ripped up and more in style. But I don't wear them because I don't like jeans. I just don't. I wear black leggings. I mean, legging and black capris leggings. But I just like them. They're comfortable. Uh, it was funny because honestly, I always thought I was too fat to wear leggings, so I would never wear them. And I would be like, "Oh my god, just try them, just try them." And I'm like, "No, I just can't." So, um, I bought a pair, and I was petrified. So the first time I wore them, I wore them with like a long cardigan. And, like, a flowy shirt, so it kind of hid my belly and everything, and I wore boots. And I was totally under the impression and feeling that I could only wear the leggings if I was wearing boots. Like, it's the only way that made sense to me. It's It just, I don't know. And one day, I came home, and I took my boots off and put something else on. I had the leggings on still, and I had to hurry up and go back downtown for something. I don't remember what it was, but I'm like, fuck. So I threw on, um a hoodie and a pair of tennis shoes with my leggings and I was like oh my god like nobody's looking at me like I'm a one-eyed monster I I feel comfortable I feel good so I was like fuck it and then I got more brave and then I just never bought jeans again so yeah I just I love them so much I used to wear jeans all the time and now I like hate jeans I don't like the way that feels on my skin I don't like the way they make me feel I don't like to feel constricted Although I do like my leggings tight, so I don't know. Anyway, the point of all of this is that I am very simplistic. I have multiple pairs of black leggings, and I rotate them out. Um, I have four pair that I really love for work. Actually, five, because, well, I don't know. Because I bought a pair, but I don't know if I love them yet. So, we'll see. The verdict is out. Jury is out. Fuck, I can't speak today. Anyway, I, I have a handful of shirts that I just wear like two days because I'm only at home and in the clothes that I put on after work for like two hours three hours maybe so I come home and I'll put a shirt on and it's not quite dirty because I only wore it for like two and a half hours and all I did was literally sit there and catch up on emails or um write down some notes for you know the upcoming podcast or something might like you know maybe dusted or swept or something did a little laundry nothing major so I'll wear it again the next day or whatever but I have like maybe four shirts in my rotation right now just because I find it's one less thing that I have to worry about what am I gonna wear what am I gonna wear what what I I don't have time for that I wear the same shirt to work black leggings and a black shirt that says DG on it and store manager so when I come home I like to have the same simplicity because I spend less time worrying about what I'm doing or or having to worry about, you know, picking out a different outfit or whatever. I'm going to the couch. I'm going to my house. I'm literally going just to the family room. I'm not going anywhere. Yeah, I may have to run downtown, you know, for something I forgot, but I, I don't care. I don't care. I'm comfortable in my leggings and my t-shirt and normally I have a hoodie on of some sort. Usually zip up hoodie or my cardigan. During the, like, when it's cold outside, I have to have my sleeves covered. I don't, or my arms covered. I don't like having my arms out when I'm out. I keep my house on, like, 67, 68. I don't want a high-ass gas bill because it's already high enough. But I just, I don't care how I look in my home. I don't care. Will I do my makeup even if I'm not leaving the house? Fuck yes, I will. Because that's a whole nother story. It just makes me feel good. 
but leggings and a t-shirt and a hoodie or a cardigan, I, I'm very comfortable and I'm very happy. So, yes, I do own more than one or two t-shirts. I just choose to not piss with it and try and throw in something different. I, I literally have a laundry basket on the dryer and it's the same rotation of clothes that I'm going to put on then you know the next couple days and then or you know throughout the week and then I swap them out and maybe later I'll pick up a different shirt or change them out and switch it out I don't know but yes I do have to wear clothes <coughs> I just think it's funny um she was obviously joking but it I just never really paid attention it's the same shirt so and that's the entire meaning of what I, where I was going with all that besides you know yeah we're wearing the same shirts it's quite funny, actually, because Elise Myers, um, I don't know if you guys follow her on TikTok, but she was out talking about that, where she eats the same foods, wears the same clothes, and just kind of has, like, this fallback routine, because then she's able to focus on more important things, and it's so, just makes sense. Like, it's just perfect thought process for anybody who wants to be more simplistic in ways that are mundane, so that you can be more creative in ways that are more exciting I guess but I will say I am the same with food I will eat the same thing over and over and over again until I'm sick of it and don't want to look at it again and then I'll find something else and eat the same thing for quite a while it takes me a while before I get like burnt out or something but currently my go-to is um for dinner because you guys know like uh and I don't really cook a whole lot anymore since kids aren't here but my go-to is a frozen Jimmy Dean's breakfast bowl. The sausage gravy is amazing. It's great protein. It tastes super good, and it's easy, and it's quick, and I love it. For lunch, I get a packet of the uh, deli-style tuna salad, the Starkist, with a packet of just tuna and light water, or light tuna and water, whatever it is. Dump them out, mix them together, and then eat them on crackers. That's what I eat for lunch almost every day now really good gives you that protein boost that you need to get through the rest of the day it's just perfect so life's just easier when you have things plain, you know already set out oh and for breakfast two streusels two hostess seminum streusels and yes i know i said seminum i cannot say that word never been able to unless i'm like talking really fast and it comes out and if i try to say it again it doesn't work so they're really good if you haven't tried them try them but, no, I really did have um, good intentions of doing a special episode this week. And when I got home uh, Monday, because I wanted to do it early, I wanted to do it Monday night and have it come out Tuesday morning for it. But uh, life had other plans for me, and that's fine because, you know, it happens. Uh, life does get in the way sometimes. But all day I kept telling myself, there's something you need to do. You need to do this. You need to make sure that you are have A, B, and C taken care of so you can do this and you don't have time. And I did not listen. Literally did not listen to myself. And it's kind of fucked up because it's where I'm going with this whole episode today. Now, I know that we've kind of talked about some of this before, but something is literally just pulling at me to, uh, to, um, to do it again. Or to, you know, maybe go in more detail, so, ooh, should have meant everything here, I'm going to, uh, 
get a little deep with you guys on a few things here. I'm kind of excited because it's something I've been working on myself personally for a little while. I kind of wanted to talk about it um, about a month or so ago, but I just wanted more data to work with and more of a personal experience before I talked about it in depth anyway. So let's get ready. So you're going to hear a little rustling in this episode, and you're going to hear me pause a few times. I'm sure. I haven't done it yet, but um, I uh, was so engrossed with getting all of the ideas out of my head and onto paper when I was writing my notes and outline for this episode that every time it just came to my head, I just wrote it down, and I didn't put them in any specific order. So I told you guys before, when I do my... uh, notes or outlines for an episode. I don't write a script. I just kind of write down a few words or a sentence or so to basically remind me of what I wanted to say or convey. And sometimes it could be like literally as simple as a one word like Liz. And that reminds me of one part that I wanted to uh, make sure I got across. And I did it in no specific order. So um, I tried to go through and kind of number them so I would know like which where they kind of go here in in this uh, sequence that I want to talk about. And normally I would rewrite it if I were to do something like that, but I got sidetracked by some other stuff. And then when I went to go smoke, the moon was absolutely gorgeous. And I was like, well, fuck. Um, Yeah, so uh, we're just gonna, we're gonna wing it. And yeah, and and full disclosure, you guys know I, I just don't ever really delete things. I just leave my mistakes and errors and everything and this is the ninth time that I've attempted to start this episode and had to restart because I just got so fucking sidetracked and um space cases it so we're just gonna wing it and if you're hearing this that means that I didn't delete it I had this stuck in and I'm sorry for how it may come out or sound but just stick with me I promise you by the end it will all make sense and you will be like okay yeah okay I get it so I have been trying to become a more mindful soul. And I got that idea from the Mindful Souls box. Um, somebody actually just, it, it got started because we're talking about subscription boxes and I was naming off some like different ones. We're talking about just subscription packages in general. And we're talking about, like, I think Ipsy is what got us started on that to make up one. And um, I recently signed Sky up for the Meow Box, which she loves. If you guys have any, a cat or cats, multiple um, the Meow Box is amazing. I would highly suggest going through Amazon and doing it as a subscription box through them as opposed to the actual Meow Box because my friend did a Bark Box and she somehow was made to, um, in one of the little tiny boxes you have to check off, you agree to, um, subscribe for an entire year for 12 months and she didn't even like the very first box and now she's stuck in that program. So, with the mailbox or Amazon, you can cancel at any time. It's wonderful. Anyway, we got to talk about that. And I happened to bring up the fact that one of my favorite boxes is Mindful Souls. And they're like, what's a Mindful Soul? And I'm like, oh. And I went on to explain everything. I'm like, oh, fuck. No, wait. The box. Let me go back. And it got me thinking that my purpose 
my goal, I guess, not really my purpose, my goal is to become a more mindful soul. And every level that I get to that I think, oh, I'm finally where I want to be. By the time I reach that level, I've already set another goal for myself like five or six levels up. So I'm really working on becoming a more mindful soul. And that that just entails so many things. One of the big things that got me to where I am so far is by listening to the universe speak to me. Um, And by universe, I mean a variety of things, which I'll explain here in a second. But it got me thinking, I don't know how many of us really pay attention to these signs and signals and Um, I know I didn't for a very long time. I kind of just brushed them off as, you know, a coincidence or, oh, you'll have that, that happens, or that's about my luck, you know. But when I started changing the way that I think, when we go back to the episode where we talked about um, changing the way we perceive things by instead of being, you know, all negative all the time, being like, oh, things really do go my way or, oh, good things really do happen to me. When we embrace that part, we start opening up our minds and our bodies and our souls to some different um, options as well. So, I just completely forgot where the fuck I was going with that. Oh my god. So, yeah. um, It it got me really opening my eyes to a lot more things and really thinking about how many things that I have had right in front of me and just ignored completely. So, think back. I know this kind of sounds familiar to a previous episode. It's kind of got that same feel, the same vibe. Um, the signs are everywhere episode. It's going to be like a mixture of a part two of that and a part two of changing the way you perceive things. It's kind of like those two episodes got together and had a baby and then had a part two. That's kind of what this is. And it'll make sense in a minute, I promise you. But along my journey of becoming a more mindful soul, I have noticed that there's so much going on around us that we're just ignoring and it's it's so many opportunities that we are literally just letting go right past us so let's talk about that let's talk about all of those things because the universe has been extra as fuck lately guys she is on one she's been sending signs and signals left and right constantly and i am tired of missing them i am tired of just not having the opportunities that I could have because I just wasn't listening. So, let's talk more about that part, right? What exactly is it? Who exactly is are these signs coming from? Well, I opted to use the word universe in this episode because the word universe basically embodies all things and everything that is sending us signs or signals or everyone who is. So, um, for the rest of the episode, I'm going to use the term universe, but it could be a deity, it could be um, a spirit, it could be karma, it could be a lost loved one, it could be um, your spirit guide. It can literally be anybody or anything. Um, It's kind of for you to determine. So, um, it's just going to be based off each sign or signal and you're going to be the only one who can know what that is deep down inside without you know 
without sitting down and explaining everything to us and we can't really help you figure out who it is but you'll you'll understand i promise you hang in hang with me (laughs) so there are many forces that are watching over us and many of them we have no idea about we are literally clueless on um there are deities that we may have never even worked with that are watching over us i think i've told you guys before about the three witches with travis in the kitchen couple years ago happened and he just was just terrified but also calm it's a very weird situation that happened to him and I've I've seen you know the lights in the house I have three balls of light that constantly hang out in the kitchen and I really feel it's them I really feel like they're watching over us and just kind of guiding us and and popping up when they need to get a point across so uh, this is nothing new this has gone on forever um, signs and signals have been coming at us forever, you know, these different parts of, you know, quote unquote, the universe have been trying to speak to us for as long as mankind has been alive, we just haven't always listened, and that's on us, but it happens, um, hearing and listening are two very different things, we hear things all the time, but we don't always listen to them, and that kind of goes the same here, because we see the signs, we hear the signs, we don't always pay attention to them or we don't usually take them as a sign. And it happens. I mean, in fact, we spend more time ignoring them than listening to them. So that brings on the question of what is it? Like, what's a sign? What, what you know, how do we listen to the universe or everything else? Well, the universe's language is not quite universal. I wish it was, but it's not. So it could come in many forms. So each person, it's unique to each one of us. So someone may hit all green lights on the way to work. That could be a sign to them or that, you know, it's a signal that something is coming or something is going on or something. It's a green light for something. You have to interpret it your own self and not every individual sign or signal is going to make complete and total sense right off the bat. You're going to have, um, to do a little bit of interpreting you're gonna have to do where you put some of it together and just try to try to figure out what's happening but it won't be so hard all the time it's not going to be a thing where you're constantly just spent trying to decipher these codes and it's like the da vinci code and you can't figure it out and it all just kind of comes together at the end and um or not really at the end but it, it all just comes together so um Again, hitting all green lights on the way to work may be a sign for someone. Um, this actually happened to me the other day. Seeing someone that you haven't seen in a long time. So, I was talking about an old friend from school. I went to school. I hadn't seen him in a very long time. Probably been like four years at this point. And I, I didn't even know if they were still alive. I didn't know if they were still around. I didn't know, you know, what was happening. And it just kind of made me um, think about him. Well... A few days later, they came in the store. And I hadn't seen them in forever. I was like, that's just so fucking weird that they happened to come in. And when they came in, they had a shirt on. And that shirt triggered a memory for me. That triggered another memory that helped me come to a conclusion of how to help a friend that has really been going through some shit. And has been looking for guidance and help. So, that was a sign that I really feel like a deity sent to me to have my friend in there that day wearing that specific shirt, which triggered the memory, which triggered the other memory, which triggered the, uh, 
the help that I, I was able to do for my friends. So it wasn't just a straight shot to there, but it was something that looking back now, I'm like, fuck, that was a sign. Like if I just would have thought, you know, thought about it more, I would have got there on my own, but I wasn't getting there. So the universe, the deity threw a sign at me that triggered all of this. I mean, this happened. These things, yes, will still happen even if we're not paying attention, but when we start paying attention, we start becoming more mindful of things, and this could have been something I completely missed had I just ignored it, but something told me that that person was going to be important, so I paid attention to them when they came in the store because I hadn't seen them in so long, and they ended up triggering this snowball series of events that actually ended up helping someone that had been in desperate need of help for some time, so that is a big thing for me. Um, what actually got me to do this episode this week is one of my coworkers, um, actually the assistant manager for me, um, she, um, pardon me, sorry, real quick, <laughs> so sorry about that, I had a alert text from my kid, normally my phone's set to do not disturb during a podcast, unless it's like my kids or my mom, or the, you know, something super important as my child, so it came through and it scared the fuck out of me, I thought there was an emergency, but... It wasn't, but actually, fuck, that's weird. That just reminded me. Wow, see, this is a sign. You guys are literally witnessing a sign as it's fucking happening. Bray just texted me and said, Mom, we're getting ready to come by the house. Can you put that speaker on the back porch speaker they want to use? Which, they're using it for work. They literally just stopped by to get it and just remind me, I have shit I need to get ready for work that I would have completely forgot about because I didn't set a reminder on my phone to do it. So, that is some kind of fucked up signal. Whoa. That's another thing. Um, that just happened literally right there. Like, wow. Okay. I'm like a little shook right now. I just saw all this just happened and then a, a, a orb just literally flew right into my lap. I'm about to calm down for a second. I'm so sorry, guys. I should probably delete this and just start over, but I don't want to because this is fucking crazy. Okay. <laughs> All right. So let's let's jump back in. I'm gonna breathe a minute. I pause for a second. So what got me so engrossed and so insistent that I do this specific episode this week was my um, one of my workers, one of my coworkers, Liz. She has been seeing repeating numbers. Some people call them angel numbers. She's been seeing them for quite some time now. Last past, well, I'd say like a week and a half. So that's quite some time for me anyway. With my attention span. But she's been seeing them. And she constantly points them out. And she says she's only seeing them when, like a lot of times mostly, is she's seeing them at work. And so I'm thinking, I know what's happening. She's, somebody's trying to get a hold of her. Somebody's trying to get a message to her. And let her know something. Like, something's happening. There's That's just something that we can't necessarily help with. Because we don't know her life. We don't know all the details of it everything. But um, the parts I can tell you about. I told her she needs to relax. Slow down. Breathe. There's a message for her. So, it also got me thinking. It's crazy that's only happening when she's at work. When she's around me. Which means that maybe that's a sign for me too. And then I realized that was my sign to share this message with you guys. 
and get more in depth about this because like I said we've talked about little parts of this before but with everything getting so crazy in the world I think we really need to really practice on becoming more mindful souls and be more aware of everything and really listening to the universe and what she's trying to tell us because we can be in a much better place and so much further ahead of things if we are listening and paying attention and prepared. So, back to, um, you know, the things that could possibly be signs. Um, you know, just thinking about things can be really crazy. And, um, that's why I'm weird. Oh, anyway, yeah. So, um, just thinking about things, you can probably go all day long with different things that could be signs and not, but you could also be like, man, I can't think of anything that happens that's a sign until it happens. And you're like, fuck me, that's a sign. So, um, another example I wrote down was, you know, the other day, um, somebody was talking about this and just made me think of a time I had a sign that was just mind-blowing, but, um, there was something I wanted to buy for a very long time and... It was just way too expensive for what I wanted to pay for it. I mean, it was worth it, but I just didn't want to spend that much money on it. And I happened to be going in for something, and uh, they just happened to have it on sale. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, that's crazy that it just happens to be on sale. Weird. You know, cool. I'll get it later. You know, it was just kind of... I mean, I've been watching it for like a month or two, and it was way expensive. And then now it's on sale for like a ridiculously cheap price. So, I was like, I'll just get it later, and I cashed in um, a lottery ticket that I thought I'd won $5 on, but I ended up actually winning $50 on. So, I was like, okay, this is my sign to go back and get it. So, I went and got it, and then it was an error, and the next day, it was back up to like $99. I was like, okay, the universe wanted me to have this motherfucker. Like, this was, all of these signs came together and was like, you have to do this now, and then I did, and it went back up. So it's little things like that. And that may sound absolutely ridiculous to some of you, but that's how signs are for me. Those are the types of signs that, you know, that, that's the language the universe uses to speak to me. Some people have different ways, and that's fine because we're all different. You know, not everything is going to be a sign, but you'll know it when you feel it. Think of like, you know, all the coincidences you've experienced. There's absolutely no way that they all just happen. They just happen to be a coincidence. I call bullshit. Yes, I believe, you know, sometimes things are a coincidence, but not every time. There's just no fucking way that shit happens the way it does just to be a fucking coincidence. Like, you can't, you can't change my mind on my, on, fuck. You can't change my mind on that. That is the hill I will die on. There are far less coincidences and far more signs or signals than anything. Like, hands down, way more. And, uh, it's definitely a sign or a message, uh, or a premonition or whatever you choose to call it when you have this kind of shit happen. Like, it, trust your gut, trust your instincts. It's definitely a sign. You may not know what it's a sign for yet. I've had shit that's literally taken like a year and I'll look back like, fuck me. That's what that was. That was literally warning me for this. And now that I'm doing this new practice, which I'm going to talk about in a minute, I am more 
aware of what's going on and I'm more apt to pick up on those and notice things faster so I'm not waiting an entire year for something to happen, you know, for me to realize what the fuck was happening or what was going on. So it can be a lot of things and it could be big things, it could be little things that's really just unique to each one of us. Um, yours may be something as simple as uh, you know, the waiter that came over just happened to be wearing a blue tie. And that's all the symbol you needed in life. But, you know, everybody else is wearing, like, black ties and he had a blue tie on. And that's your symbol. That's your sign that you need to do this. Or you need to do that. Or don't do this. Or don't do that. Or whatever the case may be. You're going to feel it. The problem is, is we don't trust ourselves enough when these things happen to actually believe it. Or follow through with it. Or do anything with it. We just are like, oh. Yeah, well, that's a cool coincidence. Oh, that's really crazy. It's not a coincidence. It's not crazy. It was meant for you. Like, the everything had to happen to make that happen. Just to send you this, this sign. And you're going to blow it off. Again, not everything is going to be a sign. But you're going to feel it. You just have to learn to trust your instincts and your gut. And if you're not sure, if you're just ever not fucking sure, then just make note of it. And... Go back later and kind of put it into perspective and see if anything ever came with it. That's what it said, guys. At one time, it took me a fucking year to realize that something was a sign and I could have just been way ahead of myself. It wouldn't have taken me a whole fucking year to understand or to figure it out. So, it's just a matter of figuring out your own language, um, for lack of a better word. I mean, I want to say love language, but it's not your love language. It's your universe language that's what we'll say that's what we'll call it. what's your universe language something that we also uh, ignore a lot when it comes to signs is our dreams all right they are basically our subconscious sending us messages all the time some of them are pointless I mean some of them are not pertinent or very important or Whatever big word you want to throw in there. But some of them are really fucking important. They're big, huge, bold fucking sign. We just aren't paying attention. Or we aren't, you know, thinking about it. Or the biggest thing is we just don't remember it. And sometimes, you know, it'll be days before you remember your dream. Something will happen. It'll trigger and you'll be like, oh my god, yeah, I had a dream like that. You know, blah, blah, blah. But... A lot of people think that they need a big professional written book to interpret their dreams, and you don't. Yes, if you want to get real in-depth with a bunch of deep-down subconscious shadow work shit, then yeah, maybe get a book that a professional wrote that explains, like, you know, a sex dream about, you know, a sex dream means... Um, you know, that you're blah, 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 or whatever, you know what I mean? Like, it's not everything's going to be exactly what the dream is, but it also could. And I think that it is another situation where dream interpretation is not universal. It doesn't mean the same thing for every single person. I think it's more of a unique look at it I mean it's it's very unique because it's your dream and you are the only one who can basically even begin to understand that dream or 
even explain that dream to anybody else. It's not like you can do the technology that they're coming out with is amazing, but um, we just can't do that yet. So, and I think it's Japan. They have been able to um, hook you up to a machine and play your dream on a television screen. Now, it's still fuzzy. It's still um, not anywhere near perfect, but basically they they put you into like an MRI machine and they put these things on you or something. I'm not 100% sure, but they are able to basically play your dream back. Like they're able to record your dream and play it back, which is so fucking cool because Travis has always wanted to um, be able to record dreams and then play them back. And that would just be fantastic if we could. And we're almost there. Like Japan is working on this technology and I wish them all the best because it will be fucking amazing when it comes to fruition and is everywhere. I don't think we'll see it as universal in my lifetime, but maybe my kids or my grandkids, that would be awesome for them. I mean, I just think it's super fucking cool. But anyway, my point is, you're the only one who can control your dream and explain your dream and really know how you felt with that dream. Because you can describe it to people, but they're never going to fully vision the dream the way you did. So the way you interpret it has to have something that comes from you to interpret it. It can't just be based off, you know, somebody else who is completely out of your brain and out of everything to, to even know all of it. Um, we know ourselves and our lives better than anyone, so we're the best ones to interpret our own dreams. And, you know, sometimes we may have to, um, you know, really... Uh, do some diving or or not take it so uh, that's what I'm looking for at face value you may have to do a little deep diving and and really think about it and, and try to pick it apart especially if you have parts that are fucking weird or make no sense or anything like that so when it comes to dreams if your dreams are really vivid and you have a lot of dreams that you think might be sending you signs do some research with them try to Take down notes when you wake up, um, you know, a little, even just a few words jotted down either on a, a journal or um, in the note app on your phone. That way it's something that will trigger your memory to be able to go back and think more about it because we forget them a lot of times when we get up. A sign that we miss the most, like if, you know, talking about the most things that we miss are other people. And it's something that someone else says or does or something that's just out of character for them. So think back. I'm sure we've all done something or had something happen or we've, we've said something. And then once it's over, we're like, oh my God, why did I say that? Like, I don't even know why I said that. Or I don't know why I even did that. Like, that's so weird for me. The universe is using you to send a sign or a signal or a message to somebody else. Um, I know that it is uh, kind of odd thinking, you know, that the universe can bend us like that and make us do things like that, but it really can. Um, I want to say it, I mean literally anything. Um, energy, spirit guides, blah, blah, blah. For all we know, a fucking deity entered into us and used our body and our voice to say or do something and then exited right out. They got their message out, they did something, and now they're moving on. But I have noticed so, so, so many times that... 
I have been a vessel for a message to someone else. And I've had other people be a vessel for a message to me. And if, especially if the other person is uh, a mindful soul as well, and they are like, what the fuck? And then you're both trying to like, basically calm down from freaking out about the fact that something just used you as a vessel to send a message. It's just a fucking crazy feeling. It's really cool. It's really weird when the other person is not a mindful soul and you realize it just happened and you're like, oh my God, that's fucking crazy, but you can't tell them because they don't understand. And then you risk them thinking you need to go to a mental institution. So, um, yeah, you'll have that, but I'm dead serious guys. It really does. Um, (laughs) it really is mind blowing of where these signs and symbols come from and all the things that they're trying, you know, that the universe itself is trying to send to us and tell us, and we just aren't paying attention all the time. So, uh, let's go ahead and get this little ad out of the way. I'm going to go calm down after all of that for a second, and then we will start talking about how we can become more mindful and how we can start making sure that we are open to this and we're able to see and recognize these signs and signals and messages when they are coming to us. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, and we're back. I just want to apologize if that first part of the episode sounded fucking weird as fuck. Um, I, I, I don't know what happened. Um, I really feel like somebody else kind of took over me for a little bit. Um, yeah. To be honest, I'm not even really 100% sure what all I talked about, um, on my list here. I marked some things out, but it's just, it's weird. Um, kind of felt like I was an autopilot for a moment. Like, I wasn't in control. I wasn't in control of the words coming out, but I heard them. I listened to them. So, I don't know, it was very fucking weird. So, all right. Uh, let's pick back up with, we were talking about, um, signs and signals and how we ignore them a lot and how we need to be more mindful and paying attention to them and really um, trying to figure out what's happening and what, what's trying to speak to us so we can become more mindful as humans and witches. And it does help our craft, which I'll get to um, here in a few. So basically, I had made this conscious choice a while back that I wanted to come a mile I wanted to become a more mindful soul. Wasn't really sure what all I needed to do to achieve that. And then as I got going, like I said, I would get to one of my goals. And by the time I'd hit that goal, I'd already had like three or four more goals in mind of, you know, levels I wanted to reach and 
I still have several more to go, but this was one that was really important. I just really felt like I needed to talk to you guys about all of this. So what I, um, uh, <laughs> what I had started practicing was just listening and trying to be more aware, be more quote unquote woke as far as like, um, nature, not like political bullshit, but just, you know, taking the time to slow down and listen and trust your body and your soul to guide you. Um, trust is a very big thing. We trust people. Um, I only trust a handful of people in the world, like literally only a small handful of people do I fully 100% trust. But myself is the, I'm the biggest one that I have a hard time trusting my guts, my instincts. For a very long time, I had a horrible time trusting my intuition. We've, we've talked about this back in season one, um, from day one, pretty much, how uh, important it is to trust yourself, your guts, your instincts, your premonitions, your everything. And that is where we have a lot of hard hard um, time with. But I've gotten much better at it. Just taking the time to slow down and listen it's a huge, huge, huge part of it. It does this, you guys, this makes decision making so much easier because when you start paying attention to everything and become more aware of the things and listening to the universe speak to you, when you have decisions to make that are hard or difficult or maybe, you know, could lead to tons of different consequences, good and bad, when you're more aware and you're more spiritually awakened by the, you know, in tune with the universe and listening to her, then these decisions become easier and faster to make because you already know what's happening or you already know basically the outcome because you've listened to yourself, you've listened to the signs, the signals, everything. So, you know, we all have premonitions, but far too often we just choose to ignore them. No more. That's done. We're not going to ignore them anymore. We're going to listen to our premonitions. We're going to trust our guts. We're going to um, really pay attention to everything that's happening around us and you know what what's trying to reach out to us what's trying to be there <coughs> so let's stop all of that and start opening our minds and our bodies to become more mindful souls and really good ways that we can start this is by practicing keeping an open mind um it's far easier for some people and it's far harder for most um when I say an open mind I don't mean you know we all say oh I'm open-minded but are we really open-minded do we really truly believe deep down in our heart of hearts that we are an open-minded person do we have a hard time listening and trusting ourselves mostly do we have a hard time believing that things are different or changing or do we have a hard time accepting things are different or accepting that things are better for us accepting that we really do have good luck we really do have things go our way these are all points that we have to get over and we have to learn to embrace to keep our mind open and free and be more aware and observant it's much 
easier to just keep our mind closed and do the same old, same old. But if witchcraft were easy, everybody would do it, right? Just kidding, really. Witchcraft is easy. It's our ourselves that we need to focus on um, dealing with. Honestly, we are the um, most difficult person in our own lives because we are always wishy-washy on things. We second-guess ourselves. We um, just don't want to open ourselves up to possibilities and and different things. And it's not just every person, you know, the same way. It's it's in different aspects of things. So, whereas you may be very open-minded in one area of your life, you may be very closed-minded in another, and somebody else that you come across may be the exact opposite. And it doesn't make either one of you a bad person. It just means that we have different parts of our lives that we are closed in. We need to learn to open them a little bit. We're going to start by just prying the door open just a hair bit, letting it open up, letting some of the air in and seeing how it feels and not shutting the door immediately as soon as something doesn't go our way. So we're going to open it up. We're slowly going to become accustomed to it. And we're going to start becoming more aware of things and people and especially feelings. How things feel, what we feel, what we see, what we do. um, You know, the different things like that and how they affect us and what they what they're saying to us a lot of this open-mindedness and becoming more aware and mindful is going to have a lot to do with feelings and how we feel how things make us feel how we let things make us feel and if we are only letting it make us feel that way because that's what we've always done or if we could um feel a different way if we just kind of opened our minds you know it just really is an experimental game at this point. One of the things I think I just mentioned earlier is we can keep a journal or, um, you know, jot down some notes in our phone app or whatever works best for you. Some people like to um, physically write things down in a journal. Some people like to physically, or not really physically, but type out things in a note app. I like to do a voice recording memo, and it's mostly just because I like to I, the, the one problem I have with text is you can't feel the emotion through just reading the words. So when I use a voice app, I am recording my words, but also my emotions and how things, something made me feel. When I read something, I can go back and read it and it can kind of jog my memory to that exact tone, but it doesn't really... Um, return that feeling. It doesn't jog back the memories of that feeling. It doesn't put me back in that zone like listening to my voice say those words or listening to the excitement or the sadness or the whatever emotion is in my voice at the time. So um, everybody has their own way to do it. That's just one thing I like to do. And I've noticed that by doing it with the the, um, vocal voice apps or voice memos, I kind of find different levels of of things where some things, you know, I feel is a really strong sign and some things I feel as a little bit of a weaker sign and I could tell it by my voice and I can't explain it. I can't explain how my voice sounds when I'm more excited or when I'm less excited, but I can just 
hear it myself. I know that makes no fucking sense, but you will understand how your voice is. You can read your voice probably better than, you know, you can read mine. Oh, clearly better than you can read mine. But after a few days, go back and try to piece together some of these different um, pieces of data that you've gotten to, you know, that you've taken in and how that sign made you feel. So you got to, you, you notice something that you think might be a sign or a signal or a message or something, but you're not really sure how, so you know what it was. And then take all of these that you've gotten together and try to kind of put it together. And I know that sometimes you're going to have signs or messages that are just one blunt fucking message. Like, um, you know, you see a sign that says got milk and reminds you, fuck, I need to get milk. Is it just a coincidence? It could be. Could it be, you know, the universe putting that you on that route to see that sign to remember you needed milk or it may remember, you know, made you remember eating creamer. These are some small signs, you know, I'm talking about. I'm not talking about anything on a huge scale, but um, track these things. So there are going to be some that are just parts of it, bits and pieces, and then it all comes together. So let me tell you guys about, I had a feeling, I had an interview with someone, right? And I just had a feeling that things were going to be off. And it wasn't even about the interview, it was just... In general, for a week leading up to this, um, I didn't even have the interview set at this point. I just had some things coming up that just kept telling me something was going to be off. Something was going to be feeling or had a feeling of um, being let down, a feeling of not getting too excited for something I would normally get myself very excited about. And I just, I didn't know what it was, but I kept putting, you know, all this in my notes because I'm like, what in the fuck is going on? Why? I just keep having these things and I could not figure out what the sign was at all. I just couldn't figure out what the universe was trying to tell me. And this was a week long situation. I had um, just sign. I mean, I can't remember some of the signs. I just, I'm, try, I'm trying to actually rock my brain and remember what the fuck they were. It's been a while back. But it was little things that, you know, I found a penny, but it wasn't heads up. So I'm like, yeah, okay. That's, you know, a sign that, you know, good luck, but not going to work out good luck to me. That's how I interpreted that sign. Um, I had, uh, oh, it was, um, the next day I went to Starbucks, happened to be in Lafayette, I went to Starbucks and I got my, um, caramel macchiato iced coffee, which I only drink very rarely because they do kill my stomach. And they said, yes, we're still serving breakfast, but we did not have any of the, chicken bacon ranch um paninis that I wanted so yes it was still that time I made it you know with a few minutes left but and they had paninis just not the one I wanted so I was like well fuck and it was little things like that nothing major that got me too like depressed and it was all these little things that just kept making me think all right something is trying to something is telling me you know warning me in advance not to get too excited for something that looks good or sounds good and there were like five or six more different things that happened that week. And I kept telling myself, something is going to happen. Like, something's up. And one of my coworkers actually was like, what is your deal? Why do you just feel, or why are you acting so weird? And I'm like, something's off. I don't know what it is. Something's off. So at this point, I'd already set up the interview for this person to come in. And they just seemed wonderful. They were going to be a perfect fit for us. 
They want a night shift. They preferred working weekends. Everything just seemed like it was going to be great. I was like, fuck, man, we finally found the the perfect applicant that we've been waiting for. This is great. It's all going to work and be fine. And then um, they did the back, or they did the employee packet and everything. I kept waiting for them to send it in and wait, and I kept thinking, what is taking them so long? I, I need them to, you know, fill this out and send in so I can do their, they can do their background check and we can get them going. Turned out that they were um, not the ideal person they had made themselves out to be. Uh, they actually <laughs> had got um, arrested for shoplifting while they were waiting to fill out the applicant paperwork a large amount of shoplifting, like major theft stuff. So, um, yeah, that was all those little things where the universe telling me, hey, don't get too excited. It's, it's not what you think, you know, it's not going to be what you want, or, you know, it's not going to work out the way you think. And it, it took me a little bit before I realized what was happening, um, that all those were that sign. But that's why I love the journaling idea of going in and making these, these notes of, well, this happened and this happened and then piecing them together. I just, this is just one example, small example. And I know it sounds like I've just kind of rambled on for this whole fucking episode about all this random shit. And some of you may not find it interesting. Some of you may find it fucking like helpful as hell. Everybody's different. They're going to find their own way with it. But I'm telling you guys, it can be a huge, huge difference to your life, like massively different. You just have to take time to hear and and listen and and to know what's happening around you and to be able to know what is going to be something that you should really, you know, sorry, my brain is totally went on a, a field trip there. Um, it was to take time to just hear what is happening and then listen and follow. The, the signs are really out there. And I really believe that our deities and our spirit guides and, you know, karma and our loved ones are working around the clock to kind of protect us and to guide us. We just have to learn to listen more and learn to really open up and pay attention and get our minds in that mindset we have to learn to watch for the signs and look out for them and um, watch and observe our surroundings and and our feelings and the way people make us feel and just how little tiny things can turn into something huge. Like, um, I want to go back to real quick when I was talking about the example of the person, um, the applicant. That was a small, or that was an example of many small things coming together. Um, a big one is a dream that I had and... Um, when I woke up from that dream, I really thought it meant something else because at that point in my life, I fully believed that dreams all meant something completely different. Like it was just a, okay, so a sex dream means that you um, need more attention or um, a dream that you're getting chased by a lion means that you want a cat, you know, something like that. So the dream that I had, I think I've told you guys before, I had a dream that I was in a car accident the next morning, or I had a dream that I was in a car accident the, that morning, like when I woke up, so the next morning on my way to work, and I panicked, and I did not want to go to work, 
did not want to go. My mom's like, oh, it'll be fine. And I was late and I I didn't have my cell phone. This was back in 99 when you had there was like four versions of cell phones and that was it. And they were bricks and they were indestructible. So I'm like, fuck, I need to turn around and get my cell phone. Because I lived I, I worked in Lafayette, which from here is 30 miles. You know, it's all country land from here to there. So you can get to the next city. And someone told me to take, go back and get my cell phone. Like that was my sign. Go get your cell phone. Do not forget your cell phone that day. And I'm damned if I did not have everything happen just like that in my fucking dream. Literally the entire fucking dream just happened in real life. There was a car coming around the curb and they were on my side and I ended up swerving, lost control, went off the road down to a ditch and my car just flew off the road. And something literally was speaking to me, telling me to make sure my window was rolled down, make sure I had my phone, because I crawled out of my window and I fell into a patch of poison ivy, poison oak, and poison sumac, which I am like deathly fucking allergic to. So I swole up like a balloon. When I actually bent my legs, the nasty stuff from the um, rash had squirted out the back of my of my uh, knee ditch, and just made my pants like super stiff because it was just full of all the poison coming out and I had to go and get shots and IVs and medications and all kinds of shit to make this stuff stop because I'm so allergic to it it was really scary but had I not had that dream warning me to take my phone and to roll my window down, number one, I wouldn't have gotten out of that car. I've been stuck there until someone came to get me. Number two, I wouldn't have had a phone to be able to call for help because I'm in the middle of fucking nowhere and the car that had caused all this, they took off. So it's very rare to even see a vehicle on that road, but to have the same one as in the dream come be there, cause the accident, and then take off, you just don't have that as a coincidence. It's just not a coincidence. It's life. And I'll give you one more really strong fucking dream that was to the point. Um, It was the night, I was praying with Brady, and it was the night before my doctor's appointment. I had a dream that I went to labor with Brady on the way up there. And the entire fucking thing, like when I woke up, everything was just so vivid. The entire dream was completely vivid. I woke up thinking it was real, actually looking for the baby, shocked I was pregnant. So I had a doctor's appointment that morning, and I told Travis take the diaper bag, take the car seat, take everything. I'm, I'm going to have this baby. And he's like, I see it. We're just going to a doctor's appointment. I said, nope, take everything. I'm in labor. He's like, no, you're not. I'm like, no, I'm in labor. Take everything. So we did. And I'll be damned if by the time we didn't hit West Point, which is kind of like the halfway point between, well, I guess it's like the I don't know, it's like the one-third point. It's not quite, I don't know. It's almost half. But anyway, the point is, we hit that spot, and everything started happening just like my fucking dream. And I went into labor with him on the way up there. And that dream was a very, very, very clear, vivid sign of what was happening. So, I mean, we have big ones, we have little ones. Everybody's going to have different things. But when we become more open to this and we're more aware... And we practice being observant and absorbent, which is another thing. Then we will become more mindful and this will have a huge fucking just advantage for us in life. And 
all aspects of our life, really. So look for the signs. Be observant. Sorry. Um, One of my favorite things to do is just kind of disconnect and listen. Um, Disassociate. You guys do that. I cannot be the only one that just, like, disassociates, right? You just, like, kind of stare off and go off and let yourself go and let your mind just go and wander. Well, I can disassociate and I can listen and observe everything and absorb. I don't know why I can't say that word today. Kind of absorb it and just take it all in and you don't even have to think about it because you're just zoned. You're, you're, you've checked out. Your subconscious is in control and all of that just kind of soaks into you. And then when you open your eyes and you snap out of it, you've obtained that and then you can start processing and feeling it. I can't be the only one who does that. Like, it's an amazing feeling to do. I love doing that. I love dissociating, especially when I meditate. It's one of my favorite ways to kind of get in the zone and just go. Just dissociate and just feel whatever I feel and, and reach that spot of nirvana. And it's it's amazing feeling. In this very much the same way that we can do with with this and and with our crap because it's so handy and gives us such an advantage when we are more mindful of our souls and our bodies and we're just more like a fucking sponge ready to soak all this up, all this information up and all the everything. I know I'm just sounding like I'm just rambling at this point but I promise you I'm just very excited about this I'm very excited about how much this has changed my life and my craft I literally I've become more in tune with the universe and with nature and I feel like I'm more connected to deities now than I've ever been because I am more open to the signs and messages that they're sending me I am more um observant of what they're trying to warn me about and I have become way more open in all aspects of my life and more confident and more patient with my craft I go into things feeling much more um, just phenomenal I guess is the word I want to use I really feel like I am hot shit when I step up to the altar to do something, especially when it's, I feel like I've gotten a sign about it, or I feel like a message has come through to me about something, some part of it, and I feel like it opens you up to being so much more, and it just makes you more creative, because you are subconsciously taking all these signs and messages in, and you're turning them into information, and, and you're becoming a problem solver by putting them together and trying to figure out what the message is or the sign is, if it's like, you know, a coded one or isn't coming through super clear. And then you're able to take all of this and put it into your craft. And I'm telling you, writing spells after doing this is so much easier and doing different rituals because you feel like all of these people and souls and energies and deities and everything are on your side and they're standing with you and they're helping you do these things because you have opened your mind and your body and your soul to let them in and they're guiding you through everything step by step and it feels like you're a team and not just a single person doing these things anymore 
It feels like they are basically in you, helping you and kind of taking over. It's kind of like an out-of-body experience in a way. And that's literally, it, it's, it's a feeling that is hard to describe and explain. And I feel like it's happening right now. Like what happened in the first episode that I said I can't explain. But I'm actually kind of aware of it right now, which is really fucking weird. But I just feel like if we really practice being a more mindful soul and be more aware of the signs and messages that messages that the universe is sending to us, that we are literally going to become unstoppable in so many aspects of our life, lives. Uh, it literally just feels like you're not alone. It feels like every deity you've ever worked with, every lost loved one, every spirit living in your home or wherever you're at around you is literally a team helping you get through life. And and it's just a crazy, awesome feeling to have that confidence and knowledge and all the things um with you so yeah i'm gonna quit rambling um i felt so compelled to share this episode and and share this and i really felt like it was going to go a completely different way and then as i got in like i said the first half i felt like some out-of-body experience should happen in this half halfway through this half i kind of felt like we just kind of went down the same road so very weird um but i really feel like I keep saying, I feel like, I feel like, this is really weird. But being a more mindful soul of a person has really benefited my craft because I just feel like when I am doing something, I'm more confident. I know things more. I don't have to look things up as much as I had to do before for things that I wasn't 100% sure of. I just feel like I have more confidence in it. And it's almost like they're guiding us. It's like they're holding our hands and and being involved in it, too. And it's really cool when you see something and you know that that is a sign just for you. Or you know that's a message just for you. Everyone else can see it, but it's not a message for them or a sign for them. It's for you. And once you are more in tune with your own body and your own soul and the universe around you then you are going to start picking up on things that are just for you that aren't for other people and you're going to see things that you're going to see um I just sound really weird you're going to see things you're going to see duh you're going to notice that you will see things that are a sign but that sign's not for you you're going to be someone in the background and you're going to notice that there's a sign for someone else and you're just waiting for that person to see that sign or that message kind of like my friend with the uh, repeating numbers or the angel numbers I could see it happening to her and I'm just waiting for her to figure out what that is and I think she realized now Um, and it's really cool because you get to see and experience that through someone else so yeah it's been crazy guys Um, I did not mean to ramble rant or go down a weird path of things, but it kind of went that way. Oh, shit. Um, yeah, so let's all just try to be a little more mindful and 
listen to the universe, try to watch out for our signs and messages and follow them and see where they take us. Because we're not alone in this universe. There's always someone there with us or something that is with us. We're never truly alone. There's always someone or something there. We just need to uh, talk back to them and listen when they talk. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. And I hope everybody just opens their mind and becomes very mindful. So. All right, guys. Bless be. Love you. Bye.